this is what the work is, of course. So seeing when we're standing in a place of lack and reframing that experience or noticing when we are resisting something that simply is or lamenting something that has already happened which is kind of where I was and then releasing that resistance resting that resistance so we can simply be with what is Welcome to season eight of the podcast that's all about deepening our self-awareness with profound self-compassion. I'm Henny. I write, coach and speak about life changes and together with my guests, we'll be exploring ideas that challenge our thinking underpinned by a bedrock of self-love. Settle in and listen and see where the episode takes you. First of all, welcome back to season eight. Oh, it's a joy to be here again. Um, although actually one of the things I'm gonna be talking about today is how that feeling wasn't quite so kind of obvious to me uh, a little while ago. So I'll explain more about that. Uh, nothing about not wanting to be here, of course, but just about some stuff that was going on inside me. And secondly, this episode was actually meant to be called Resisting the Resistance. And then I realized when I came to record it that I'd actually made a typo. And so I then preferred how my fingers had inadvertently written it. Um, or maybe it was my inner self leading the way. So that's why this episode, this very first episode of our very new season is called Resting the resistance. And that feels like a much more powerful message because of course, res resisting the resistance is, is resistance in itself. It creates tension, whereas resting the resistance. Oh gosh, I really love that. So um, thank you fingers for um, uh, making that little uh, shift in the spelling that brought us to this place. So this is our very first episode, launching us into autumn, following on from my annual whole of August break. And if you follow the podcast or um, you're part of the mailing list, then you'll know that every August I take the full month off. And actually, if you received my email at the end of August, um, then you'll already know how my no plan plan for that month completely went awry this year. And if you didn't get that email and you'd like to, then join the mailing list. You can just go onto the website, hennyflynn.co.uk and sign up to the uh, mailing list. So what happened in August? Well, I basically realised that having had this um, very um, uh, rich and lovely uh, idea for not having a plan for the month um, actually ended up with me having quite a busy time 
And the intention every year really is that I take this time to really care for my own well-being. I've got a history of overworking. I've got a definite part of me that really has a very, very strong work ethic and could be busy all the time. And so I have to manage her very, very carefully and um, use the benefits that she brings me, but also not allow her to be in charge too much of the time because that's how I've got very ill in the past. And I've spoken about um, those times uh, quite a few times on the podcast. So I'm very, very mindful about my own well-being now. Um, and, and I have very strong boundaries in place that enable me to maintain that well-being. And these boundaries are very important. And it's something I often end up talking with clients about as well, of course, about how they can put boundaries in place that will really serve them rather than find them just responding this kind of default mode and um, and ending up exhausting themselves or draining themselves energetically in some way. So during August, um, I ended up barreling through <laughs> many of my own boundaries. You know, this is really good work, actually. It's really helpful when we notice uh, something. Perhaps uh, I had taken my own boundaries a little bit for granted, actually, or taken my ability to hold my boundaries a little bit for granted. And so this was a beautiful opportunity to observe that in a really safe way. Um, and and what I'd like to talk about today is not so much uh, how I ended up barreling through those boundaries, because essentially I just made a series of choices that meant that I filled my time far more than I had originally intended. I was doing lovely things, but I still didn't follow my original intention of big uh, acres of open time, rest, reflection, um, opportunity just to be. I ended up spending a lot of time with other people, which was wonderful, but, but it meant that I didn't do what I'd originally intended. And so what I'd really like to do today is share with you some of my reflections of having noticed that. And one of the key reflections is how I noticed this huge resistance inside me when I realized what was happening. It was about midway through the month and I'm actually recording this. It's still August now. So this is my in time reflection. Um, but it was about midway through the month and I suddenly had this like whoo, tightness inside me when I realized that what I was doing to myself, when I realized that I'd been off uh you know, spending a lot of time with other people, doing lots of lovely things. I went to a couple of festivals, you know, doing stuff like that. But that that was uh, impinging on the time that I also really, really knew I need to spend just in my own company. So in effect, it was a bit of panic at not having JOMO, you know, that joy of missing out. I was, I was engaging 
And and actually, Jomo is something that really helps me um, ensure that I spend time with myself. And I know from past experience how vital that time of prolonged rest and solitude actually is for me and how it serves me. Now, it might be different from you, um, but hopefully some of these reflections will still be relevant or resonant in some way for you. So for me, uh, I've also noticed that one of the things that has led to my deepening awareness of the importance of missing out and not feeling as though I have to do everything is from a lifetime of FOMO, a lifetime of fear of missing out. You know, I remember when I was a student, like I never, ever wanted to go to bed before other people. And we quite often go and grab a blanket and sort of lie on the sofa while everyone else was still up because I was exhausted, but I just didn't want to leave the room. I didn't want to stop being with their energy. You know, always wanting to make it to a party, even if that meant that I was going to be utterly exhausted afterwards or was going to have to, you know, curtail something else in order to be at both things. And and as I've been writing and reflecting on this, I've noticed that my pendulum has swung the other way. So I've talked before about Michael Singer's um theory that he has from um oh gosh what's the book oh it's totally gone from my head anyway his theory of you know when a pendulum swings to 30 degrees in one direction it has to swing back 30 degrees in the other direction that's physics so our behavior can be like a pendulum so my uh fomo uh pendulum was swinging out to 30 degrees and it had to swing back 30 degrees so I had to go almost to the opposite point of um, having to be at all the parties and actually not wanting to be at all the parties and wanting to spend time on my own and one of my reflections on what I've been observing about my behavior over the last few weeks is that maybe my pendulum is starting to come back more into balance you know, it's been a few years now since I've been doing the deep work on myself and maybe that's part of it. Maybe my pendulum is just coming into balance a little bit more. Maybe I don't need to resist, um, you know, spending time with other people in quite the same way because maybe I'm coming to a point where it's like, it's okay, I can do it or not do it. And that feels much more balanced to me. So... um. So another sort of aspect of this, I'm just going to, let's just sort of pop that idea to one side. Another aspect that I've noticed has been realizing um, that the part of me that felt this kind of deep resistance at the interruption of my no plan plan, when she suddenly went, oh, hang on a minute, it's the middle of August, you haven't spent any time on your own, you haven't done any of the rest and reflection and creative stuff that you were going to do, you haven't had time just to be she that deep resistance that she felt my reflection has been mm, okay so what is it that she has the opportunity to learn here and and through a whole series of kind of questioning that I've come to the conclusion that maybe 
I've actually been acting in flow. Um, and that kind of comes back to this, this sort of sense of balance, this pendulum coming into balance. Maybe the balance actually is this feeling of flow. I've been saying yes to things that have felt important. Um, and so much of this month has actually been about connections. And maybe, like so many of us, for very obvious reasons, maybe that's been something that another part of me has been craving. And so maybe I've been responding to a slightly more hidden part and allowing her to have those connections that she's needed. And that sort of intuitive response to the invitations, to um, the events, to the connections that I've been participating in, maybe that has actually been about flow. And, and there's another something that uh, occurred to me last night, um, which is that the first line from my nightly or daily, but I do it at night, my nightly prayers I don't know what else to call them. Uh, they're essentially my personal reminder of how I'm choosing to live my life. And it's a, um, uh, almost like a kind of series of affirmations, I suppose you could call it, but it feels slightly different from that. Um, but the very first line in them is about living in flow. And yet here, of course, in that moment when, when that part of me that went hang on a minute you're not following the plan or the no plan plan that was my own resistance to the flow that I'd been feeling and it was showing up in glorious technical I mean gosh I could feel myself wanting to complain about not having enough time I could feel there was like a mild panic as I watched the months drip away without having spent enough time doing little. Um, I, I was frustrated um, that I hadn't reached a point where I felt so rested that the desire for creativity um, could just naturally rise up and, and like support me into action. Um, and I could so easily have become lost in that story and all of this is that I could have become lost in a place of lack but this is what the work is of course so seeing when we're standing in a place of lack and reframing that experience or noticing when we are resisting something that simply is or lamenting something that has already happened which is kind of where I was and then releasing that resistance resting that resistance so we can simply be with what is and also there's something here about the work is about accepting where it is our own choices that have brought us to a particular place. And that was definitely something that I have had to do this month is really look back and acknowledge, well, these were all choices that I made. And what I 
wanted to do was complain about that and in some way through that complaint make it different. But of course, what I actually needed to do was refine the boundaries, refine the way that I honoured my boundaries and also really acknowledge when it was myself who'd gone barreling through them. And I think the reason for sharing this, I mean, it feels so, oh gosh, you know, unimportant in the grand scheme of things. I, I wanted to take a holiday. I ended up doing something different from what I planned and I felt a bit frustrated about it. You know, when you break it down like that, sounds really meaningless. But this work, this work with a capital W, it's often immensely powerful when we focus in on the delicacy of the day to day. When we really see, you know, those moments of resistance that we might shove to one side or squash down or ignore. When we deepen our awareness of what we're feeling right now and explore what sits behind that, behind the mundane, behind the stuff that we often ignore or shove to one side. It's this work with a capital W that really helps us when life gets genuinely complicated. It's that act of turning toward ourselves with profound compassion, always, always, and of course, and seeing what's activating those tiny parts of us. And it's this that helps us build that muscle memory, that helps us keep turning toward ourselves and holding ourselves with endless tenderness, particularly when it those big, painful parts that can feel so unwieldy and so challenging when they most need our support. So it's almost like doing this, this practice on the mundane, on the day to day, that's the thing that really helps us build our skills that will support us when stuff really does get tricky. So the upshot of all this is that my no plan plan for August was disrupted by me. And the lesson I learned was to come back into flow. And of course, when I did that, everything felt so much easier. And this reminds me of one of the favorite phrases that has kind of fallen into my head when I've been meditating, which was, if you want something to feel easier, bring more ease. So. <laughs> I hope that has resonated in some way with you. And, um, and, you know, maybe, maybe there's something here about your own experience of summer plans or um, even, you know, gosh, I'm going to say the Christmas word here. Even as we move toward Christmas, um, you know, often we have very big plans about how we want it all to play out and it can be deeply deeply frustrating when it doesn't go the way that we want it to 
And so maybe just by practicing this, by turning toward those moments where you sense frustration because something hasn't gone the way that you want it to, um, you know, in a in a day-to-day, straightforward, you know, everyday life kind of environment, maybe by turning your attention toward that um, and perhaps reflecting on some of the stuff that I've just shared, um, it might support you in how you manage some of the bigger stuff like how we deal with family over Christmas for example and actually even just talking about it here I'm very mindful that I know I get very very clear ideas about how I want Christmas to be and to feel and rarely does it work out that way so I am putting a little flag in this reflection for myself as well and Um, I just want to offer up something here as well that if you're curious about what I've said about my daily prayers and I know I've referenced them here before um, if it's something that you would like to understand a little bit more about then I'm really open to offering up um, a one-off session actually not so much coaching but more kind of just walking beside you and supporting you and like how you might craft your own daily prayers so I'm going to put a link in to the notes for a one-off um, exploration session of how you can create your own daily prayers and by the end of it Um, by the end of that hour I would see that you'd at least have a draft of what they might look like and I know for myself they've been immensely important in my life I've been doing my prayers probably for about three years now and they change Um, I recraft them as things feel important or less important Um, but fundamentally they are my almost like my code for the way that I want to be showing up in the world. And and I would be very, very comfortable sharing them with you as well if that was useful and you wanted to uh, talk those through in the session too. Um, so yeah, one-off hour with me, talk things through and create something that could potentially support you in the way that you choose to show up in your life. You know, could be a lovely thing, a wonderful thing. So, gorgeous to be here, of course. And I am genuinely really excited to be back. And and having worked through um, that reflection, it's been it's been so useful for me (laughs) so thank you (laughs) so much for listening um because of course ultimately these podcast episodes are often my own kind of therapy sessions just with a really big audience and um, (laughs) i'm really grateful to you for being here um and as ever we'd love to hear any thoughts or reflections that you have on where it may have taken your own thoughts so take care my darling and I send you a hug and a wave.